0: Welcome to another episode of Truly Twinning. We are excited to dive into business planning as we're almost at the end of 2022. So it's just going to be Sam and I for this episode. So I guess we're officially Truly Twinning in November, huh, Sam? Yes. (laughs) So Sam, why don't we dive into what you're doing specifically for business planning and getting, I guess, all your thoughts and ideas together for how you're going to tackle 2023?
1: Yeah, so I always, you know, suggest to people, whether it's on my real estate team or our travel consultants for Habitats, that, you know, this is the perfect time of year to focus on business planning, but also business reflection before you can plan for next year, which would be 2023. You have to go back and reflect on the current year 2022. You know, what did you meet your goals? If yes, how did you do that? If not, where did you fall short? So it's super important to do that deep, deep reflection before you go into creating new goals and new plans and strategizing for the next year. So a great way to do that is just set aside a couple hours on your calendar, go somewhere quiet with a notepad and just write down all of your thoughts. And if you did do a business plan for 2022, then make sure you have that with you and in front of you so that you can assess what goals you reached, what goals you exceeded, what goals you maybe missed and how you can improve on that so some questions that you could be asking yourself are you know did you meet your goals if yes how if you exceeded them you know how did you exceed them how can you adjust that in the coming year um did you go over budget what money do you need to allocate towards reaching you know reaching goals so that you're not exceeding your budget um did you feel like you had a good balance of personal life and work time? So I also, you know, encourage people to take their business reflection and business planning beyond business and just have it be about your life. Like personally, did you reach your goals? Like, were you trying to get stronger in 2022? Did you do that? Um, So there's a lot of different ways that you can approach it, but I think the reflection is what's most important, and you really need to dig deep and spend that time to do that. And then you can set aside another another couple hours on the business planning part of it. And some people can do this all in one day and some people want to break it up. But I think it's important to spend the time doing that um around, you know, some people start this a little earlier at the beginning of Q four, but it's always good to do it well in advance of, end of the year and the holidays so that you can enjoy um, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, all that good stuff and um, have everything business related kind of out of the way.
0: Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And just to take that a step further, I think people enjoy the process of getting excited and getting their ideas put together for the new year. And what we want to help people avoid is to let that excitement go when we get into like February, March, right? Because everyone has a New Year's resolution, but how long are you keeping that resolution for? And so something that I use as a best practice to really make sure I'm staying organized and focused on my daily and my weekly commitments is... Once I reflect, which, Sam, that's really great advice. You need to give yourself time to reflect, and it takes me a while to reflect and to really figure out what I'm going to focus on. But once I have a business plan put together, definitely make sure whatever your plan is it's in writing, that business plan can be in a Word document. It can be in an Excel sheet. It doesn't have to be fancy, and it doesn't have to cost you money just get it written down somewhere in front of you where you can always refer back to it. But then outside of that document, it's really important to take that document and dial it into your calendar so that you always have set reminders of what you're doing to reach the goals that you put in that business plan. And what I'm hearing a lot of, about right now on like my TikTok and my Instagram that I've always used and I didn't realize it's such like a popular method or something that people, you know, like billionaires use That's now I'm hearing all over social media is time blocking. And time blocking, I think is something that a lot of people do, but you don't even recognize that you're using it as a strategy. Literally when, go into your calendar and you set yourself an appointment to do an activity. So from, let's say, on Thursdays, the last Thursday of every month, or every Thursday from two to four o'clock, you're going to prospect for your business. And you're gonna put that in your calendar as a recurring event prospecting, so that you actually complete that activity every Thursday between two and four. That's I think how people can really be successful once they're done with the business plan, you have to take that extra step so that you don't let any activities die down once the new year's resolution phase is out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, time blocking is a big thing that entrepreneurs should be utilizing if you're not already because you, if you had a previous career where you had a boss and a set schedule and expectations, you don't need to time block because you're like getting done what you have to get done in the business day. But as an entrepreneur, you set your schedule, you set your goals, you set how much work you want to do or how many projects you want to take on. And it's very easy to. Push things off and say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'd prefer to go get drinks with a friend. Oh, I'd rather get lunch. I'm going to do that this evening. Things can get out of hand really quickly in terms of your productivity. And so if you time block, you're committing to yourself that you're going to do it, just like when you schedule a workout class or you do make those social plans. Um, Another strategy that I like to use is the big three. And so just starting your day, writing down the top three things you know you have to get done, no matter what, and start with those those items um, or start with the hardest things in the morning and the easier things in the afternoon. You know, it depends on how energetic you are in the morning. I know for myself, I'm a morning person. So I wake up kind of thinking about the things I need to do for the day. And so I'd rather bang out the harder things or the things that take more brain power in the morning and save easy things for the evenings when, or the afternoon when I tend to start to drag and not feel like it. So that's another strategy or tactic is just making sure you handle those harder or those top three items, because then you can blow off work at two o'clock. If something else comes up like a networking event or something else that you want to do, you've handled your major items and you can feel okay walking away from your laptop. If something else better came up.
0: Yeah, that's also a really good strategy. And I think having that be in your normal routine is the key because a lot of times we wake up and we kind of know what we have to get done, but sometimes things fall to the side or you forget. So again, just making sure there's a schedule and a routine and you're getting those top three things in writing, I think is really important just to stay on top of your business and earn
1: money. (laughs) Yep. Nope. That makes sense. And Kat, what things do you think you ask yourself as you're reflecting and planning from one year to the next?
0: I think for me personally, what I always need to focus on and be better at is my social media marketing. So although that's specific to me, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it. And I think for me, that's time blocking, right? I don't do enough personal marketing for myself. And I think as an entrepreneur, we need to build on our personal brands just as much as we're building our business brand. And so I've already started reflecting for next year. That's a top ticket item for me to really hone in on and figure out how can I make and carve out the time to build my personal brand and do marketing for myself, and that's going to include social media posting and writing blog content, so time blocking is going to be a huge part of that, but also figuring out what are my main pillars that I'm going to be talking about across my social media and my blog posts, and then once I have that plan put together, I'm then going to get all of those activities in my calendar. So they're set on a weekly basis, and I have times already put aside that I know that's what I'm going to be working on. So that's one of my main focuses and something I keep, you know, reflecting on. And then outside of that, us working together in a more cohesive way for our travel business and also figuring out how we can put together collateral so that we have an outline of like a business plan or a marketing plan that we can then provide our people so that we can make this process easier for others is something that I've also been really thinking
1: about. That's great. And I think you're right. A lot of people struggle with just carving out the time for, marketing activities or figuring out the right marketing activities. And I think that's where the reflection comes, you know, back into play and is really important. When you're setting goals for a new year, you should also mark your calendar every quarter to check back and reflect and audit your own business and say to yourself, am I doing the activities and actions I need to do to reach the goals I set? Some people get as specific as annual goals and quarterly goals. If you don't get that specific, it's okay, but I still think it makes sense to reflect quarterly and make sure that you're moving towards those goals. And if you're not, how can you adjust to ensure you are or do you need to adjust your goals? There are some businesses that get impacted by other environmental factors or things going on in the world that you can't control. And so the best example of that right now for Kat and I is real estate. Real estate has been definitely impacted, um starting in Q3 and going into Q4 in terms of the interest rates and the interest rates going up. And so that scares people off and my business for real estate has definitely slowed down in Q4. Um and so I've been focusing Q4 on networking and ramping up and staying in front of people and reconnecting with past clients. Um, and keeping those relationships alive, instead of worrying about, oh, no, I'm not going to close out all the deals I thought I was this year. So you have to also be real with yourself and make sure that you're adjusting to those things that can pop up that can affect your business in ways that can't be predicted.
0: Yeah, and I think taking advantage of the downtime, right? Because although the market has made the shift and buyers are a little skittish right now and a lot of them are pressing the pause button, take advantage of that as an opportunity to market yourself even more, whether that's doing more social media posts or maybe you're doing more email marketing campaigns or maybe you're getting more postcards out there, going to more networking events. Um, Whatever you're your, your like base marketing is, you can just take that up a notch in what people perceive as a down market and the more outreach you do, whether that's in real estate or that's in travel or that's in whatever business you're in, you know, it's really true. Whatever you put into it is what you will eventually get back. And a huge part of that is just staying motivated and keeping your mind right because, you don't want to go down with the market. So you right. have to stay energized. And I think that's where Sam, you bring up a great point with just taking care of yourself and having those personal goals and also time blocking what means what's important to you personally. I like to work out in the middle of the workday. It actually helps me manage my stress and gets me away from my computer, which I've now recognized is best for me. I don't want to wake up early to work out. You know, it's funny. I watch these influencers and people on TikTok who are like talking about their morning routine and their morning routine is like, I drink celery juice at 5 (laughs) a.m. Go to the gym. And then I come back and make a perfectly crafted protein shake. And then (laughs) I meditate. and And then I journal. And then I start my day. And if they actually do that, I give them so much credit. But to me, that is not real life. I can't wake up that early. I like waking up early, having a cup of coffee, and then getting emails done before everyone needs me, right? So like from 7 to like 10 a.m., I can get a lot of my activities done. So like I'm not drinking celery juice and I'm not meditating and journaling. Like I'm getting things done. And then when it gets to the afternoon, like my lunch break the best time for me to work out so I can take that mental break. And then later on in the day, I'm having like meetings and appointments and addressing clients. So definitely think about what works best for you. And don't let people on social media make you feel bad.
1: <laughs> right. I think there's just a lot of influencers out there talking about different daily habits and routines and gratitude and what you know and they're sharing what they're doing or what they think they should be doing or what works for them but you need to create your own version of that for yourself and that no one can tell you no one can do it for you so if you're not a morning person don't make yourself become one maximize your time based off of your energy and there's different like quizzes and things you can take about like your magic hours so if you google like magic hours quizzes um there's a bunch of free ones that you can take and then that helps you figure out what times of day you're most creative or what times of day you're best at getting things done quickly and you can build your own schedule based off of that so again that's why it's so important to really know yourself and know what works for you. And this will take some trial and error, but you know, in the month of December, you could kick off trying to have a morning routine. If you are a morning person and you feel like you could maximize your time better in the morning. Um, I personally like to wake up and not work right away. So I'm kind of the opposite of cat. I like that time for myself. That's when my husband isn't working right away. And so we'll enjoy breakfast together. I'll work out. Sometimes we'll work out together. Um, you know, he likes to wake up and have a lot of coffee and catch up on his favorite TV shows that I don't watch. So there's just a lot of different ways that people can, can spin a routine and you just have to kind of work on what's best for you. So I would encourage everyone listening to, you know, Dedicate some time over the next couple of weeks to reflecting on 2022 and business planning for 2023. And, you know, take some time to do trial and error with different routines and time blocking. Try something in December. And if it doesn't work, switch it up for January.
0: I'll also just add to because you made me think about when you're talking through what you and Phil like to do in the morning. I make a huge effort. And although I don't, do this every morning. I really try to not look at my phone for the first 30 minutes I'm up. And I think I've done a really good job of that second half of this year.
1: Um, and I would
0: recommend everyone try to make that part of your morning routine because we're at computer screens, TVs, and in our phones way too much. in the first like 20 to 30 minutes of the morning, try to give
1: yourself that break in time just to like wake up and I don't know have breakfast
0: and have a cup of coffee right no I agree I don't what <laughs> or celery juice so they keep saying have a yeah of exactly
1: coffee. no thank you I just feel like I probably don't subscribe to the not looking at your phone but I'm not necessarily like instantly reading my emails like oh my god what do I have to do today I feel like that's very anxiety producing for a lot of people so I would encourage you if if the first thing you do is get on your phone to check emails for work don't do it like do what Kat's doing because that is a startling and jarring way to start your day and as an entrepreneur, you're in control of your schedule, so you can also dictate boundaries and not answer emails at 7 in the morning if you don't want to.
0: Especially if you're in New York City real estate. Talk about an anxiety-driven morning. <laughs> you your clients reading their emails from anywhere from 11 o'clock at night to 2 a.m. I'll get blown up, it's especially when you're in the middle of transactions in New York City. So... That's where the 30-minute debrief in the morning is definitely what
1: I 30-minute grace period.
0: Exactly. And just reminding yourself, whether you get back to that person at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., it does not make a difference.
1: Right. We're not saving lives here.
0: We're We're definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, do you have anything else to add?
1: I don't think so. I just think this is a great time of year to soak in some extra time with family and friends, make time for things that you don't normally have time to do. Cause most businesses um, do start to slow down besides those of you who are in retail. Um, but even so like soak up the busy period and know that the slower times will hopefully come for you post holidays, if you do work in retail. So I would just you know, encourage everyone or challenge everyone to spend some time reflecting and planning, but also make time for the things you enjoy most.
0: Yeah, and I think my last comment before we wrap this up is as you're reflecting and putting together your business plan, something that really helps me is being in a new environment. So whether you take a weekend trip and maybe you go somewhere new in a way when you take that weekend trip you, you can almost feel a bit more creative if you're just in a new space whether it's a, a new hotel room a new cafe a library being in a new environment honestly can really help you through this process so I really recommend that give it a try if you're not going to take a weekend trip or that doesn't work with your schedule Go somewhere new to work for the day. So I love going to like different hotel lobbies to work or find a, a new cafe to go work from. But I really recommend like a, a hotel lobby because it's usually like a bigger space. and You can find like a quiet section for yourself. But if you've got larger cafes and based in New York City, so that can be difficult. Find a new place to sit down and work. And I really think that new atmosphere will help you put together your thoughts and ideas awesome yay well thank you so much for listening I hope everyone had a fabulous Thanksgiving and stay tuned for next
1: month's episode thanks guys